It was a very cruel scene. Executed in an unusual manner. Coven. Hi, my bright shining stars. Oh, what? How fucking cute! Katie. You're my little kindergartners. You have. I just love ya. <laughs> Welcome to Cruel and Unusual, the podcast. This is a mini fucking episode. I'm Katie. I'm Tori, and I have no idea what I'm talking about because I'm not the one talking. No, you are. You don't know. I know nothing. What I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Who Excited. I am. What I'm gonna sock to you today. Okay. All right. Do you have any like guesses? What do you um, think? <laughs> um, I'm so excited. Um, maybe it could be. I have no idea. Anything I guess just won't do. It I'm justice. gonna be telling you all about the haunted Borley Rectory. I have no idea what that is. You're gonna know. <laughs> okay. When I'm through okay. with you. Okay. It's the most haunted house in England. Ooh. The Borley Rectory sat on Halltown Road in the town of Bowley. Bowley. It was this gigantic Gothic-style house with 20 rooms, wow. three stories tall, built by Reverend Henry Dawson Ellis Bull oh, Ellis. Mm-hmm. in 1862. And it was said to be haunted ever since its construction. Was it like placed on an Indian burial ground? <laughs> No, because I don't think there were Native Americans in England. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. But no, you're kind of right, but it's just not Indian. <laughs> okay. Was it, Sorry. Was it placed on a graveyard? Oh, shit. Okay. Henry Ellis, I'm not saying his full name every time because this is a mini episode and doing so would easily take up 10 minutes. Okay. As if our bullshitting doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Henry Bull moved his family of 14 children. Oh, fuck no. Which sounds like a haunting in and of itself. Truly. (laughs) Into the rectory about a year after he was named as the parish's rector. I had to look that up. It makes me think of rectum, does it not? Same. Yeah. It's just like some, he's in charge of like the clergy. He's just like a, okay. a head honcho. So they get to live in the rectory. Yes. Okay. So the Borley Church, which was nearby and had a nave. A nave is like the central part of the church where the congregation Yes, I knew sits. that part. I didn't. I had to look that up too. Um, My mom's a pastor. Okay? Oh, true. I just, You've got to, I know these things. <laughs> I have one up me. Mm-hmm. The nave dated back to the 12th century. So that's wow. fucking old as shit. Old as dirt. Mm-hmm. There was also supposedly a Benedictine monastery in the area in roughly 1362. <laughs> that's like exact for being roughly, but whatever. <laughs> roughly January 10th of 1362. <laughs> what a sad At 2.02 a.m. Yep. So this area has some rich history that goes way back. Um, one of the most popular stories, which might just be lore, there's really no way of knowing, but it's fun, is that a monk from the monastery fell in love with a nun from a nearby convent. Aww. They planned on running away together to elope, but this was like a, a no-no, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. A friend was supposed to have a carriage ready for them in the middle of the night, but they were caught. A the fucking co- carriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The coachman was beheaded. The monk was hanged, and the nun was bricked up alive 
in the walls of the vaults under the rectory. Well, that fucking fairy tale got fucked up fast. Mm-hmm. No. This is not a happy story. This is like some Edward... Uh, Edward. This is like some Edgar Allan Poe shit. Yeah. Some of the first paranormal shit happened in about 1863. After reports started to get out about these things going on, some people recalled hearing unexplained footsteps around that time. So, like, after it was kind of, like, known, oh, that that's a haunted house, people are like, sure. oh, yeah, you know what? I heard footsteps, you know. <laughs> I heard some footsteps. <laughs> I mean, come on. I didn't obviously it's haunted. Then, I heard but... footsteps. They, re- they were recalling these things. Sure. In 1900, four of Henry Bull's daughters witnessed what they said was the ghost of a nun on a path roughly 40 yards from the house. Nope. Uh-huh. These girls showed no fear and tried to talk to the nun ghost. Like, what girls? <laughs> they probably were asking for yeah. forgiveness. <laughs> for what? For forgiveness. Oh, right. But it disappeared as soon as they approached it. Like, they were going to be like, hey, nun, what's up? This nun was also seen floating across the rectory grounds, and some reports say they saw a lady in a gray cloak and a man with a sort of bald head, like a monk, dressed in a long black gown. Wow, okay. Others claim to have experienced other spooky shit over the next four decades, like a phantom coach driven by two headless horsemen, which sounds bomb as fuck, if I'm being honest. Like, that sounds awesome. Whoa. (laughs) Henry Bull died in 1892, but before he died, he said that he had communications with the dead and that he would throw mothballs if his spirit were to be stuck there after his death. So I guess that's how he was going to like oh, let his family know that he okay. was a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Can you pick and choose shit like that, I wonder? <laughs> Honestly, I wish I knew. I wonder why he chose mothballs. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't hurt as bad as like yeah, maybe. a baseball. Yeah, maybe. A little softer, I would imagine. His son. Smellier. Huh? Smellier. Yeah. His son, Harry, took over his father's job, and Harry died in 1927. The house sat vacant for a year, but there was a local carpenter who said he saw a nun by the gate on four separate occasions. God, fucking ghost nun is terrifying. Okay, and also, it was probably like she wanted to leave really bad, but she couldn't get past yeah. that gate. and she was looking for her monk boyfriend. Oh my God, and the carriage. Yeah. And what if she was just reliving that night over and over again? That would be awful. In October the following year, Reverend Guy Eric Smith, they all have these like long, five names, moved into the rectory with his wife, and it didn't take long for weird things to start happening again. While Smith's wife, I couldn't find her first name, which is bullshit, um, while she was cleaning out a cupboard, minding her own business, just trying to get things done for God's sake, (laughs) when she came across a brown paper package, what do you think was in it? A heart. Yeah, close. It was the skull of a young woman. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. She Mommy. must... <laughs> yeah. Put it Daddy. back. Put it back. Daddy Frank. Put it right back in there. <laughs> she must have disturbed the spirits because after that, they began to hear servants' bells ringing, even oh, though they were disconnected, fuck. keys disappearing, unexplained footsteps, lights flashing in windows, and even a horse-drawn carriage at night. I'd be getting the fuck out of that place mm-hmm. so fast. They heard whispers and moans. Moans. Whispers and moans. Moaning myrtles. (laughs) Including a voice whispering the words, Don't, Carlos. Don't. Oh, don't, Carlos. Don't. Don't, Carlos. Don't. They came to find out that Henry Bull was once given the nickname Carlos. Why? What? I would love to know. (laughs) 
Deciding they wanted to get to the bottom of all the weird, the Smiths contacted the Daily Mirror, the newspaper, and were put in touch with the Society for Psychical Research. In 1929, the Daily Mirror sent a reporter to investigate, and this reporter started an article series detailing all of the weirdness going on at the Borley Rectory. The paper also had a paranormal researcher, Harry Price, go into the house, and as soon as he got there, shit started to hit the fan. Oh, God. Over 2,000 poltergeist phenomena were experienced between October of 1930 and October of 1935. I fucking hate that shit mm-hmm. so much. Rocks were being thrown out of nowhere. No. A vase shot across the room. Or a vase. A Do vase. people in England say vase? A vase, my grandfather It's a flower vase. Quote-unquote spirit messages were tapped out from a mirror frame, and as soon as Price left, these things stopped. Hmm. So was he doing it? Was he making it up? Hmm. You know me, ever the skeptic. Mm-hmm. In 1929, the Smiths moved out of the rectory, and the Reverend Lionel Foister moved in with his wife. Isn't that just sound grand? Lionel yeah. Foister. I'm Lionel Foister. <laughs> and I am running for Senate. <laughs> moved in with his wife, Marianne, and their daughter, Adelaide. Lionel began keeping track of the strange occurrences going on while they lived there by writing them down. And his notes included more bell ringing. I don't know what oh, was God. up with the fucking bells. Seeing the ghost of Harry Bull. Windows shattering, more rocks being thrown, writings on the walls, and scraps of paper, ghost messages. No mothballs being thrown? (laughs) No. Oh, not that. I don't know. And his daughter being locked inside of a room with no key. Okay, that would piss me the fuck off. Fucked up. Marianne Foister reported a whole bunch of poltergeist-like activity, including her being thrown from her bed more than once. Nope. And Adelaide was even said to have been attacked by, quote, unquote, something horrible. And why are they still living there? I don't know. Who's the rector? They tried to conduct a few casual exorcisms, but they didn't seem to work. And during the first attempt, Foister was hit in the shoulder with a fist-sized stone. Oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. Lionel got sick in 1935 and the family moved out. So so that's what it took to get them to move out? Him being sick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yep. So after the house sat vacant for a few years, that paranormal researcher, Harry Price, Mm -hmm. decided to just move in. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Price said, quote, Every person who has resided in the rectory since it was built in 1863, and virtually every person who has investigated the alleged miracles, has sworn to incidents that can only be described as paranormal. End quote. Paranormal. I don't know how he talked, but I'm just, that's how it's going to be. I think he had a little bit of a more deep and rasp. <laughs> Harry Price makes notes. me think of Harry Styles, like a young lad. Oh, I'm thinking <laughs> of a H.H. H. Holmes type of guy. <laughs> what, who was that one guy who was in that one story that George I just Soper. George Soper. George Soper. How do Soper. I know that? <laughs> I need a drink. Mary <laughs> Marlin. <laughs> So Price leased the rectory for a year, and he put an ad out in the paper for, quote, responsible persons of leisure and intelligence, intrepid, critical, and unbiased. This reminds me of the the ads that people would, the Mm -hmm. Lonely Hearts killers. (laughs) Yes, that's what I was thinking too. So basically he wanted people who had nothing else to do and were halfway smart to come investigate the house with him. Okay. (laughs) You're not halfwit, are you? A little... (laughs) Little, if any, activity was witnessed during this year-long investigation. 
Wow. Yeah. The most was the movement of objects out of their assigned places. So they mm-hmm. kept track of where exactly everything was to see if it moved. Mm-hmm. And I guess some of it did. And the sound of unexplained footsteps once again. Kind of a bummer. Bummer. After the study ended and Price moved out, the house was bought by Captain William Gregson. Oh. And his family. He sounds like an important <laughs> man. Doesn't he? They were the last people to live there. Oh. In February 1939, Gregson knocked over an oil lamp while he was loading some bookcases, and the rectory burned down. Of course it did. Neighbors and witnesses who were watching the fire claimed to see ghosts in the windows as it was burning, and what was left of the site was demolished in 1944. They burnt their home down. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to send you these pictures Okay. right now. Cool. Life magazine did a piece on the rectory and photographed the demolition, and in one of the photos, there's a brick rising from some of the oh rubble. My, okay, I just got them. Oh, my God. And in this other one, some people say they see a monk walking in the back, like the, the back right of the photo. Mm-hmm. I don't see a monk. I, I don't see either. anybody. No. I'll put these on the Instagram. You can tell us if you see them. I don't see them. Me either. Ed and Lorraine Warren investigated the Borley oh, Church. Yeah. Yep, so they went to the church that was still standing in the 70s, and their photographers took pictures on infrared film, and they captured what appeared to be a nun walking down the aisle praying. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find oh, these God. exact pictures. That gives there me are the some. fucking chills. Yeah. I watched um, Ed and Lorraine's interview about the church, about their investigation uh-huh. at the church on YouTube. It's like a super old video. Uh-huh. I'll, we'll put a link to that, too. Um, Lorraine has a lot more to say about it, so if you want to know more about it, you can look at that. It's also said that the nun from the Conjuring movies, in the nun movie, Valak, Mm -hmm. if that's how you say it, was loosely based on this Borley nun ghost. I could see that. Hate it. When she's standing at the end of the hallway with like the the flowered wallpaper. I don't even want to think about it. Mm -mm. Nope, 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 It's almost bedtime, Katie. Yeah. So, I mean, that's all I got on the Borley Rectory, but... That's fucking crazy. I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, that kind of made me think of how I'm s- somehow connected to the spirit world. I don't... Can't fucking explain it, but, mm-hmm. like, I'm even... Lately, even more... This has happened for years, but even more so, I will be thinking of someone mm-hmm. uh, all of a sudden. And, like, I'll give you an example. Yesterday or the day before... It, mo- uh, it was probably Friday, because it was yeah. a business day. Um... I was like, you know what? Fuck. My the hospital never used this MyChart app to message me back to give me a release letter to go back to work. Mm-hmm. And I think this was like I had messaged them on like Monday or Tuesday of last week. Totally fucking forgot all about it. And then on Friday, I thought that, right? Yeah. I'm like I need to, I'm going I'm going to have to message them again or call them and a fucking pain in the ass, you know. Mm-hmm. And I turn my phone over and there's a message from them. That's weird. And this happens all the time with like when I think about and not like I not like with you. Like we text yeah. all day every day. Mm-hmm. So that's like a fucking given. But like yeah. this morning I was writing part of my book and I got to the part where my dad the guy, the girl's dad something happens to him mm-hmm. and my dad texts me. Yeah. And my dad never texts <laughs> me. That stuff does happen to you a lot. All the fucking time. I don't know if it doesn't happen to me or if I just don't pay attention it's enough. All the time. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, you know, I'll think know. of something and it fucking happens. And it's just so weird. Mm. Yeah. And this has been like this for a long time. But yeah, it, it yeah. seems like it's getting more and more. 
Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I, I believe don't believe in it. I don't believe in ghosts, but I'm open to believing in ghosts. It's just I've never had an experience. Yeah. But if something were to happen that I couldn't explain, then yeah. I I'm ghost agnostic. Have absolutely seen things like yeah. the like we'll have to do like did we ever we haven't done one yet like my all my ghost things no that have happened. we'll have to do that we'll have to do one I'll give you just a little sneak peek when I lived okay. in a house one time it's an it was an older house but it, I that I knew of it wasn't like built on any like weird mm-hmm. place or anything like that and it had one of those really old thermostats that it was like circular mm-hmm. and the living room was yeah probably like I don't know it was a good size width okay mm-hmm. um actually in length too i had some girth to it it. really really did yeah uh it was a chode living sorry it was definitely yeah uh uh-huh a chode (laughs) um i was watching a scary movie and uh all of a sudden the half of half of the thermostat literally flew across the room and hit these we had these big picture windows Mm -hmm. it didn't fall off the wall and hit the ground yeah fucking flew across the room that is fucking i will never forget it that is weird. I've never had anything like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing. You don't want it. Nothing at all. You don't want it because it's fucking no. terrifying and then you can't live there anymore. Yeah. So. I know people have died in my house. People have died in so many houses. But the house that I grew up in was built in like 1880. Yeah. Probably before that. They had in the living room. Yeah. They had funerals there. I never had anything happen. Nothing. You don't remember the... That fucking locked cabinet opening. It was never locked, first of all. <laughs> oh. Well, it's still fucking opened. Yes, but the floors in there were old as fuck hardwood. But no one And was probably sat on a damn tilt. I don't know. No one was walking. We were just sitting there. It never opened before, and then it opened? I don't know. Randomly? I think it wasn't latched and just opened. She's never had anything. You know what? You guys should send us in your ghost stories. Yeah, we want to hear your ghost stories. You know, our mini episodes are not as listened to as our full-length episodes. If you're listening to this, send us a ghost story. It doesn't even have to be yours. It could be like your mom's or something that you heard somewhere. Mm -hmm. Just send us because I fucking love a good spooky tale. Yeah, they're fun to read about. Yeah, but anyway. All right, so if you want to do that, you can email us at cruelandunusualthepod at Mm gmail.com. You can see all of our sources at cruelinkmedia.com dot com com. you can go see our Instagram page it's very aesthetically pleasing that is at cruel and unusual the pod our Twitter what's our Twitter our Twitter is (laughs) at cruel unusual pod why can't I ever remember that I don't know but I wish I didn't have to remember it so you need to memorize it I say everything else that's the one that you say (laughs) our Facebook group is cruel and unusual the The group. group yes come say hi like come violently or else come be aggressively enthusiastic with us don't encourage somebody (laughs) hope you enjoyed this tale of the borley rectory Mm -hmm. we're gonna insert (laughs) it sounded like it was borley rectory thank you for tuning in to hear about the (laughs) borley rectory (laughs) love you bye okay love you bye